الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن سمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. Ya ibadullah, never become deceived by your good deeds into having an inflated opinion about yourselves. Never be deceived by your good deeds into thinking that you are better than others and thus subsequently looking down upon others. Never be deceived by your good deeds into thinking that you are saved and everyone else is destroyed. عن جندب بن عبد الله رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال رجل والله لا يغفر الله لفلان The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that a man once said I swear by Allah Allah is not going to forgive so and so I swear by Allah Allah is not going to forgive so and so Subhanallah, what a tremendous statement. Let us reflect. It is dangerous. It is dangerous when we speak as if we know when we don't know. It is dangerous when we speak as if we have the authority to speak in such a manner when we, when we do not. Who is it who will say about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what he is definitely going to do and not going to do? Allahu Akbar. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, فَقَالَ Allah, This man who said, by Allah, Allah is not going to forgive so-and-so. When the man said that, فَقَالَ Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said in response, فَقَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يَتَأَلَّى عَلَيَّ أَلَّا أَغْفِرَ لِفُلَانِ إِنِّي قَدْ غَفَرْتُ لَهُ وَأَحْضَبْتُ عَمَلَكَ حَدِيثٌ صَحِيحٌ رَوَاهُ مُسْلِمٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he responded to this individual who was swearing by him that he was not going to forgive so and so. Allah ta'ala he says and who is the one who will speak on my behalf? Who is the one who will be so bold? Who will be so crazy outside of his right mind to speak on my behalf? Indeed I have forgiven so-and-so and I have made your deeds null and void. Who is so audacious so as to say that I will not forgive so-and-so? Verily, I have made all of, I have forgiven so-and-so and I have made all of your deeds null and void. None of them will be accepted. This is the reward for the one who speaks on behalf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he will not forgive so-and-so. Because as there comes in other narrations, the one who said this was a man who was righteous. And he was speaking about a man who was irreligious. He was righteous, thinking that he had reached such a level that he was him, when this is not the case. He was righteous, and he thought because of his righteous good deeds that he was that guy. But that was not the case. And the man in which he was speaking about was a man who was a believer. He was a Muslim, but he was sinner. He had a lot of sins. He came up short. 
This individual had a lot of sins and came up short. So that man, he said audaciously that I swear by Allah, Allah is not going to forgive so-and-so. Because he was deceived by his righteousness. He was deceived by his good deeds that led him to make this statement. He thought he was more than what he really was. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because his mercy is vast. And who is that that's going to restrict Allah ta'ala's mercy? Allah ta'ala's mercy is vast. So Allah ta'ala, he forgave that sinner. And because of this man's arrogance, because of this man's high opinion of himself, Allah ta'ala, he showed the man the real reality. And he thus made all of that man's deeds null and void. So never look down upon the believers thinking that you are better than them. Never look down upon the believers thinking that they won't be forgiven, but you, you yourself will be in high places of gender. But the reality is that you don't know, and those who are righteous, they act righteously. They are modest. They are humble. So never allow your deeds to deceive you into thinking that you are better than what you really are, but realize that you come up short. Realize that you don't always hit the mark. Realize that often you come up wanting, and the reality of it is there is none from amongst us who worships Allah to the full extent of what Allah deserves. We all come up short, and it is not possible that any of us will worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the full extent in which he deserves to be worshipped, as none can worship Allah to the full extent as what he deserves to be worshipped, because Allahu Akbar. هذا أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله don't be self righteous but rather be moderate me in the middle because that's what the deen is it's in the middle Take it easy. Take it easy. عن أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الدين يصل that verily the religion is easy. The religion is easy. يا عباد الله take it easy. The religion is easy. All you have to do is practice the religion. Don't try to go too far. Don't try to make things rough. Just do what you're supposed to do and stay away what you're supposed to stay away from. The deen is easy. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, verily, the deen is easy. وَلَا يُشَادَ الدِّينَ أَحَدٌ إِلَّا غَلَبَةٌ The deen is easy. And no one makes the deen rough and rigorous except that it will overpower them. Except that it will overcome them. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he is warning us from being extreme. He's warning us from going too far. He's warning us to stay in the middle course. Don't go too far, and neither to the right nor to the left, but be in the middle. The Prophet ﷺ, in telling us the reality of the situation, that the deen is easy and no one makes it difficult, rigorous upon themselves. See that point? Upon themselves, except that it will overcome them, it will overpower them, it will break them. The Prophet ﷺ, he told us, he said, فَسَدِّدُوا so be in the middle. So be in the middle. Said Bidu A. Tazimu. Sadad. Stick to a Sadad. Sadad means that you're in the middle course, you're middle. 
not too far to the right, not too far to the left, right in the middle. That's Ahlul Sunnah. We're right in the middle. We're not way in the left over there. We're not way in the right over there. We're right in the middle. That's Ahlul Sunnah. That's true moderation. We do what Allah Ta'ala has commanded us to do, and we stay away from that which He has prohibited from us. We do what the Prophet commanded us to do, and we stay away from that which the Prophet he has informed us that that thing is haram. We're in the middle. That's the way of Ahlul Sunnah. We do what is wajib upon us, and we don't go overboard. We do what is voluntary so that we may bring good for ourselves. But we're in the middle, so take it easy. The Prophet وسلم, he said, فَسَدِّدُوا وَقَارِبُوا So, سَدِّدُوا وَقَارِبُوا قَارِبُوا The Prophet he explained to us what is meant by قَارِبُوا إِذَا لَمْ تَسْتَطِيعُوا الْعَمَلْ بِأَكْمَالِ فَاعْمَلُوا مَا يَقْرَبُوا مِنْهِ When you can't do an action to the full extent, when you can't do an action to the full extent, then do a little bit you can, as much as you can from it. If you can't go all out with an action, you can't do it to its full extent, then do from it what you can. Just get close, try to get close. Because what you can't do all of it, don't mean you leave all of it. Now, what you can't do all of it, it doesn't mean that you abandon it. But you do from it what you can. So if a person wants to stand up at night and he says, Oh, I cannot pray all these raka'at at night. I'm feeling a little bit tired. So don't pray. Except but three raka'at. It's okay. Don't pray. Except but, except but shafir and witter. It's okay. But pray something from the night prayer. Pray something from the night prayer. Seeking to benefit yourself. And like this, a person says, You know what? The way I'm feeling, maybe I can't fast. This, this week, Monday and Thursday. So you know what? I'll just fast Thursday. Or I'll just fast Monday. Don't leave them both just because. But do what you can. Whatever you can't do in, 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 in full, then do from it what you are able to do. Take it easy. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, وَأَبْشِرُوا And have glad tidings. وَاسْتَعِينُوا بِالْغُدْوَةِ And seek help or Seek as an aid to benefit yourself and ghudwa. Well, ghudwa, it is sayr awwal nahar. Ghudwa, this means yani, that time frame in the beginning of the day. In the beginning of the day. To move about in the beginning of the day. So seek to benefit yourselves by moving about where? In the beginning of the day. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Warawha. Rawha. Sayyid Akhir al-Nahar. Rawha is the moving about at the end of the day. Ma'am? So do what you can in the beginning of the day. Do what you can at the end of the day. And then the Prophet ﷺ, he said, وَشَيْئِنْ مِنَ الدُّلْجَةِ And then something from الدُّلْجَةِ الدُّلْجَةِ This is Sayyid Fil Akhir al-Layl. الدُّلْجَةِ This is Sayyid Fil Akhir al-Layl. This is what you can at the end of the night. So do what you can at the end of the night. And the Prophet ﷺ, he was very uh, deliberate in using these words. He used these words with intent because it draws for us a parallel. So the Rahimah, right they say that the meaning of this is اسْتَعِينُوا عَلَى طَاعَةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْءٍ بِالْأَعْمَالِ فِي الْوَقْتِ نَشَاطِكُمْ So seek to excel in the obedience of Allah. Do something from the obedience of Allah at those times when you have energy. 
In the morning, you have energy. At the end of the day, right? We say what what what, what do we say a lot of times? I get my second win. I got my second win. So you got a little bit more energy right now. Now then after you rest, you take some, you take some dinner and so on and so forth. Then what you find later on in the night, you may have some energy. Now you may have some energy. You pray Isha, you go to sleep for a few hours, you wake up, you got a little bit of energy. Now so use these times that were mentioned to benefit yourselves by seeking to draw near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by acts of worship. So I want us all to be thinking about that. What are those acts of worship that I can excel in? Now listen, we're not talking about the wajib. What's wajib? That's the given. That's the default. You're going to do that, period. Now, I'm saying that we have to seek to improve ourselves. We have to seek to become better Muslims. We have to seek to become better. So let us think in the morning time. What are some things that I can do to enhance my day? What are some things that I can do to enhance my record, to enrich my record, so that when I meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in my record of good deeds, I have some deeds that I used to do in the, in, in the middle, in, in, in the beginning of the day. What deeds can you do in the, in, in, in the beginning of the day to make your record better? Huh? Maybe duha. You can pray suratul duha. Add that to your regimen. Bismillah ta'ala. Likewise. And also, the, the afkar of the morning time. Make sure you learn the afkar. You maybe learn another one. One that you didn't learn yet, now you're going to learn it. You're going to commit that one to memory and use that and, 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 and commit that to your, your, your repertoire. Commit that to your, your arsenal. Commit that to your attempts to get good deeds. Now, at the end of the day, what could you do at the end of the day to enhance? Praying asana, that, that is yeah, a given. That's wedge if you have to. But what could you do now after asana to benefit yourselves? Ah, the afkar of the nighttime. The afkar of the nighttime. So look at the Avkar of the nighttime, memorize them, go over them, read them, say them, beg Allah Ta'ala with them at the end of the day. At the end of the night, what could you do at the end of the night to gain some good for yourselves? Then pray some raka'at to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. When the people are sleeping, pray some raka'at to Allah Ta'ala. Read the Quran, cry over your sins. Beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what you're looking for. Anytime you have problems in your life, that's how you tackle it. By getting up at the night and shooting the night arrows. Shooting the night arrows at your problems, that is by begging Allah in the last third of the night. That time when Allah ta'ala, he answers the dua. That time when Allah ta'ala answers the dua, then get up and shoot night arrows at it. So you can benefit yourself, bi'nilahi ta'ala, in this world and in the next, bi'nilahi ta'ala. But I want you to reflect upon this. These times that were mentioned, the ulama, they say that you seek to benefit yourself during these times, kama inna musafir, and have their thought, just like the traveler who is skilled, the skilled traveler, the one who is intelligent, yasiru fahadiyat al-qat, he moves out at these times. You want to travel? The best time to hit the road? In the beginning of the day, early. Now, then you may rest. Then what? Then after rush hour, at the end of the day, the best time to get back on the roads. At the end of the night, before the morning rush hour, good time to get out. Why? To beat the rush hour. Those who are intelligent, these are the times of travelers that they travel. But what happens? You find that these travelers, they move out during these times. Yes, During these times, they move out. And then at other times, they rest. They take a rest. They take some food. They take some lunch. They take some water. They take a rest. And then what happens? 
فَيَصِلُ الْمَقْصُورِ بِغِيْتَعْمِ What happens is that they reach their destination without over-tiring themselves. They reach their destination without exhausting themselves. So they reach their destination because they were very mindful in how they traveled. So the Prophet ﷺ, he used these words to indicate these times that the travelers go out. Because us here in this dunya, we are traveling to the akhirah. So we have to be travelers who are wise. So we have to benefit from our day. We have to benefit from our day. So let us think, let us reflect, let us ponder. If you have to write it down, write it down. If you have to write it down, write it down. Ponder, how can I do better? That's what I want all of us to take away from this as homework. How can I do better? And with what am I going to use to do better? What acts of worship am I going to stick to from those actions that are easy for you to do? And consistently, what am I going to do? What am I going to add to my regimen of worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a daily basis? So never be deceived by the good deeds that you put forward and take it easy. نسأل الله تعالى أن يوفقني وإياكم لما يحبه ويرضاه وأن يجعلنا ممن إذا أعطي شكر وببطول صبر وإذا أذنب استغفر فإن هؤلاء الثلاث عنوان السعادة ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار هذا فاقيم الصلاة